it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Sports by Northwest, the sports podcast from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. I am Bill Oram, sports columnist at The Oregonian. And this week, my guest is a very familiar face in Portland sports. Um, it is head coach Bruce Barnum of the Portland State Football Vikings. Bruce, how are you today? Hey, Bill. Uh, excellent. Uh, doing great. Thanks for having us, the Vikes. And um, I'm kind of curious to hear how you're, you know, since you landed... How your Portland experience is. So I got some questions for you, too. Oh, I'm excited to get into those. <laughs> and, you know, I feel, you know, we've met before, we've talked before, and I feel awkward calling you Bruce. How many people on the planet call you Bruce versus Barney? Well, um, when it's Bruce, I know it's either they don't know me, it's a first contact, mm-hmm. um, or, uh, you know, um, or we're not friends, I guess, <laughs> you know, but no, it's my dad was kind of the same way. My dad's name is George A. Barnum. And I don't know anybody. Anytime somebody call and ask for George, his name is Bud. Everybody calls him Bud. Um, but, you know, I don't know how it came along, uh, but it's kind of firing back because I nickname uh, most people, too, just so I can remember who they are. You can call me whatever the hell you want. I like I like Barney just fine, <laughs> or Bud. Um, <laughs> so this lands at a perfect time because yesterday was uh, signing day, which is always a big day on the football coaching calendar. I'm actually surprised to see that you're still at home the day after signing day. I figured you'd be on a lake somewhere warm, uh, you know, with a with with some bait in the pond. But uh, it was a big signing day for the Vikes, and you know, kind of what got my attention is you tweeted yesterday the. Um, the the two four seven sports rankings uh, in in FCS and for people who haven't had a chance to hear about your class your recruiting class um, it's listed as number one in in uh, the Big Sky Conference the number one class west of the Mississippi according to two four seven and the number three FCS class overall in the country and this gets our attention Bruce because you know you have Barney because you have um, you know the Portland State football program has you know certainly had its struggles. It has its obstacles. Um, what have, did you guys do right this year to get that sort of, you know, praise and attention on your recruiting class? And I think there are also some um, changes you made with your staff that might've contributed as well. So can you walk us through those? Well, um, staff changes the, uh, the biggest one. I'm going to lose something built here that, um, I found it, um, many years ago. Uh, then I made a, 
uh, decision this year to try to get ahead of the Joneses in recruiting. Um, I know my, I know what we don't have, you know, at Portland State. I needed to find a way to beat my opponents. Um, and AC Patterson, number one, AC Patterson. I hired him before he walked. I knew him. His dad's a, a coach. He's been around football all his life. His dad's with the Giants right now. He's just lived football, and he is a master. He went back to Minnesota when Zim got released. I bought him back mm-hmm. uh, with every dime I could find. Um, A.C. Patterson should not be at my place. A.C. Patterson should be in the SEC, the Pac-12. Um, and don't get me wrong, when I lose him, it'll be brutal. Uh, but he is th- the reason that happened. And I hope uh, Landing and Smitty and DeBoer, I hope they're all listening because they're missing out. I don't care how good their recruiters are uh, that they currently have on staff. AC is connected. He's got a memory, and he's a hell of a judge of talent. So what I did from there, uh, but we – I hired a guy that all he does is recruit for us. You know, we don't, FCS doesn't have that. The FBS does. I hired Terry Davis and TD. We put him out in the road and it became, uh, information was just there. Video was just there. We already had a relationship with student athletes, and, but those two keys, um, I had to get ahead somehow. Um, and that's how I did it. And it paid off. You know, you look at your recruiting class, you have some uh, FBS transfers, um, certainly some freshmen, some in-state guys. And one thing I've always wondered about, at least in the last couple of years since the transfer portal has changed, is, and I went I went to the University of Montana, which is a rival of everybody else in the Big Sky Conference. But, um, you know, one thing that, you know, they always benefited from during their heyday was, you know, the, the so-called drop-down transfer, right? Where guys could transfer from a Pac-12 school and have immediate eligibility by playing at the FCS or what was previously 1AA. That's more or less gone where guys don't have the incentive to go to, to FCS. You could transfer from Alabama to Syracuse and, and be eligible right away. Has, has that had an impact on your ability to go get guys from bigger schools or do they see the opportunity to play? And, and has, how much has that changed in the last couple of years? Well, this is hit college football, right, Bill? You follow this. Um, it's our, it's a new world. Um, the mm-hmm. county fair change, but how it's affected me, and I thought this was unique because I wasn't sure we're kind of wading, you know, through the waters and trying to get this. We're getting poached from the FBS guys. They're poaching my guys. It's all there. But what it's doing is now the big boys are just trading people through mm-hmm. the portal. It opened up a, a higher caliber talent of high school student athletes for the FCS, me, myself, hmm. and I'm sure every FCS school, they're not getting taken. High school kids are panicking right. because, you know, I'm just taking your uh, backup or starting quarterback um, from, you know, school A. And then we're trading and mine's leaving and he's going to your school. I mean, so we snuck in and those high school kids are sitting there like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to have a scholarship. What am I going to do? Junior college? Well, sure, but I thought I was better than that. Portland State calls, FCS calls, um, bam, scholarship. And their high school coaches, we saw this, their high school coaches are pulling them in and saying, take this immediately. Mm-hmm. So that was new. That was pretty cool for, for us. 
So you mentioned um, having a full-time recruiting coordinator and that being unique at, at this level. Um, you have a new athletic director this year as well. And, you know, there have been various efforts, you know, without, within the department to improve facilities on campus. And, you know, I spoke with John Johnson earlier this year and one, or I guess late last year. And one thing that stands out, right, is he is a football guy. His, his experience is in football. He has built stadiums at this level. Um, he was at Eastern Washington. I believe you two crossed paths at Eastern Washington. Is that, is that correct? We did. Bill, he was my big brother. I was a, snot nose freshman and I came in and he was the governor. He's about a 10th year senior. <laughs> and he had, he was at the end of the locker room. It was kind of a long deal with two rows. He had two lockers open next to him. Um, and he called me over one day, one day I go up and he said, Hey, I'm your big brother. You know, and everybody else's big brothers are taking him to dinner, taking him home for the weekend, you know, taking him to a party, taking him fishing. He said, uh, I, I met your family. He said, you're a pretty mature kid. He said, let me know what you need. And I never talked to him again. <laughs> that was the end of my <laughs> big brother relationship. So he called on a job, actually, Bill. I said, hey, you know, what's going on, Barney? How you doing? Because we have mutual friends um, sure. that were there at the same time, Mac, Olaine, and a couple guys. Anyway, I said, what do you want, big brother? <laughs> I said, I'm not giving you any damn information. He's like, I really scarred you, didn't I? I said, you're damn right. I said, I was there by myself. Anyway, we do our, our we have Eastern. Uh, we were both at Eastern Washington. Uh, he played, I didn't, but I probably had more fun. <laughs> has that, um, you know, has that big brother, little brother relationship? I assume you talk more now than you did in in those playing days. Oh, much and how, more. And how is and how is that kind of connection helped or uh, impacted his 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 role now at PSU? Well, it, it's great. The people I had, I've had a few ADs and a few presidents, mm-hmm. but it's cool to talk football. You know, he's focused football. He knows exactly what I need. He doesn't even have to ask. Um, once he got the information, uh, he's rolling. Now, he's knee deep in, in 20 things right now um, with budget and facilities and coaches and staff. But it's cool when he's talking about stadium, where would we want it, office space, uh, weight room, everything a football coach wants to hear. You know, one thing about so when we talk stadium, right, you guys have played at Hillsborough uh, Stadium for the last few years. I know that's a great facility for you guys. I mean, you got the logo on the field. Um, you know, there's a lot there's a lot to be said about about Hillsborough Stadium. It's not, um, you know. For, for those of us who've been around the Big Sky Conference, there are worse places to play football in the Big Sky Conference than Hillsborough Stadium. That said, it is quite apparently not close to campus. It's not downtown Portland, which is one of the great selling points of Portland State as a university. Where, and I know a lot of people at Portland State hate this conversation too, but where, what if you if you and if you and John Johnson are having conversations from time to time about, about stadium? You know, what what are the goals and what and what what do those conversations look like in this first year that he's been there? Well, I've spoke my piece and then kind of left it, Bill. Obviously, I'd like to be back in Providence or Civic, whatever. You know, it's had a bunch yeah. of names and a bunch of sponsors. I know the Merritt deal. I know he was a mess. I heard we are getting one back, possibly this year, one game back there. That's where I want to be. What a beautiful yeah. venue. Yeah, um, top venue in the Big Sky. That place rival it will rival the Grizz. Any I'll put that mm-hmm. stadium up against anybody. But you know that, that that's easy. You know, I'd put the high schools and us back in there. But yeah, 
Um, that's easiest. Other than that, I want it on campus. There's a place on campus. If you turn our practice field, I think I kind of showed it to you when you're out there, turn it right there, um, and make it multi-use every sport we have, every intramural team who wants to use it, you know, um, and put it right there. You know, there's always an answer. Well, no parking. Well, there's no parking right now either. So, you know, people will find a place, but that's the two places I'd like it to have. Uh, the partnership with Lincoln didn't work out. You know, people got into battles financially, so I think that's over. But I think that's the two most. If if we're gonna get closer, that's the two easiest ways to do it. So you grew up in Vancouver, Washington, right? That's that's home for you. That's where my and dad so, retired. Okay, so. Portland State. I'm curious how you viewed them as a as a football player as a football player coming out of high school. Um, they were not in the Big Sky Conference Division One AA yet, and it, this predated sort of the Pokey Allen heyday as well, right? It was kind of early '80s, and Pokey came. Oh no! The later oh 80s. no! Pokey Allen was my TV. Um, okay. Pokey Allen was here. Um, that's the guy you saw on TV riding elephants. You know, uh-huh. having, having the crowd choose a play, wrestling a bear, driving a uh, – he was at PIR driving a, you know, dragster, and that was it. And then Waylon, there, there's a guy, a newscaster, who at the end of every – Ed Waylon, and he was, you know, hey, he had a funny pres- presentation. Mm-hmm. At the end of every one of his sportscasts, probably twice a week, and let's check up on Pokey. <laughs> you know, and they'd have him doing something. He'd be dressed like Evil Knievel. And, but that was it, you know, and they had me over, and um, I chose somewhere different because of the money. It was half here and full yeah. somewhere else, but it was a pretty cool spot. Is knowing kind of the way Pokey connected with the community and made, you know, Portland State kind of an event, and like you said, he was a character. Um, there are people I'm sure who would describe you as, as, you know, a character and you've done, you know, you've done things like buy beer for everybody at, at a PSU game. If they'd come, if they'd come out, you know, here's a, have a beer on Barney. Um, you know, that's, that's been well-documented. Is there something you take from Pokey's tenure and kind of the way he connected with the community that you try to bring into the way you don't just coach your football team, but the way you run the Portland state Vikings football program. When I first got the job, Bill, yes, uh, I knew it. That's what I knew. I had Mouse with me. I, he was at my first football game. I tried to keep him. I wanted Mouse on every trip. I wanted tried to hire Mouse. Sure. As a coach, he said, no, I tried to hire him as a fundraiser. He said, no, I tried to hire him as just a guy eating lunch with us. But he wanted to golf. So <laughs> I knew that. Mike Lund, our SID, you know, when it came down to that, and you, as a head coach, you're finding your way. Here's my institution's strengths, weaknesses. Mike Lund finally called me and said, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Um, I think this will be unique. Now, that's got me in trouble, you know, Billy. It's, that's a back and forth deal. It's cost me money. It's had people, you know, they either love you or hate you, especially now with the internet. You know, they want a good post, right, and a good argument. That's all that damn thing's worth, but. It's livening it up. But, you know, I everything I do, uh, I, I relate it to what Pokey did. Just because I remember it. Every night on the news, my, our dad, my dad and mom made us watch the news. That was your contemporary world problems class back then. 
<laughs> but that was it. You heard Pokey, you know, so it was pretty cool meeting him and all that. So you have sons who play, you're, you have kids who play college sports, right? Yes. One's done. One's finished. Brody's okay. actually back at uh, Chapel Hill right now, North Carolina. He wants to be an athletic director. Okay. Um, good for him. He's happy. That's all I really care about. I don't care if he's, I don't care what my kids do, but uh, they're happy right now. And then Cooper um, was playing baseball like Brody at Washington State. They called him in and said, we're bringing in 12 guys. You guys will never play here. Um, 11 of them stayed and said, yes, we will. You know, <laughs> Cooper jumped in the portal and said, no, I won't, you know. Um, he had some offers in the summer, but he's playing football for the Grizz right now. Um, he came in. That was quite a summer uh, meeting with mom, you know, Cooper and dad. He said, you know, I'm not playing baseball anymore. You know, we're like, what? And he said, yeah, he said, I'm going to play for Coach Hawk. I'm a Grizz. And I said, you little punk. <laughs> he said, no, no, no. He says, dad, he goes, and he's, he was right. And he said, you told Brody and I, if we play college football, to have the best experience, we're not playing for you. And, you know, he, I did. I preached it since I taught him how to long snap. That's all I really taught him sports-wise. But uh, And he's right. Anyway, he, he's and he's happy, Bill. So I don't, you know, again, I don't care what they're doing, where they're at. They're happier. You know, he he's different. Brody and him are night and day, yin and yang. I mean, Cooper, they have practice at whatever, four, and Cooper's sending pictures of two of his buddies, you know, out in the, the duck blind. You know, two different birds, but they're happy, period. Sorry to drag that out. No, that's great. And I I, I hesitate to bring this up. Oh, no. Anything goes. September 24th, 2022 in Missoula, Montana, uh, the Grizzlies beat beat you guys 53 to 16. They auburned us. I just want to know. I just want to know what Thanksgiving's like. What are the bragging rights like when 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 Cooper's got fifty three to sixteen to hang over you? What's that like? Well, first off, what a unique game. You know, we're with them. My quarterback gets banged up again, so we're getting some meat on him. He went into the game one seventy six. I currently have my quarterback at one ninety one point eight. So, trying to fix the issues. But they auburned us. I was in awe of that game. At the end of the second quarter, we kick, I thought, a normal, regular chance at a, you know, maybe 35, 37-yard field goal. It was about 37 yards short. Hauk caught it. Robbie Hauk caught it and returned it for a touchdown. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, what are we doing? How did this turn? And then they scored again. Anyway, Um. And you know what? This is those times you like to send this video to Coach Houck and tell him I'd like to punch him in the neck. They gave Cooper the game ball, you know, because <laughs> it was the first game he played, and he played. He beat Dad's team. And so he was going to give it to me for Christmas, and he forgot it. And he said, I'm going to keep it. I said, I don't want that ball. I said, well, I'll pop it. <laughs> that That is probably for the best. Um <laughs> So, you know, I, okay. So this is indicative of kind of your tenure. You took, you took the Vikings to the playoffs in your first year, second round had, you know, signature wins, including at Washington state on the road. And, you know, it's been, it's been a grind since then. I think we're in year, what year seven since, then? since seven. Year, year eight. Yep. Um, 
you know, I mean, I can go through it and, you know, three and eight, oh and 11, four and seven, five and seven pandemic year, five and six, four and seven last year. What's it going to take to win at Portland State? Right now, what I'm attacking, Bill, because I think we've lost that first year. Uh, again, this is what I'm addressing because I know the same thing you do. I want to win games. That's more fun. I don't care what we don't have. But that first year, we, we had a culture, a mantra. Those kids were playing for one thing, and it was getting Barnum a contract. That was it. It was Barney Ball. They mm-hmm. did everything just because they knew I was, you know, I had a one-year gig, and if we didn't win, we were yeah. getting fired, and we hadn't won. That brought a group together. I've had the seniors or my leadership council come to me. I'm looking not for that, but I'm looking the best way to bring this team back together. Um, I think we've been here. I know we've been on scooters injured and I don't have the depth, you know, others have, but I've also thought I had the last, the COVID year and the year after when I had, uh, that quarterback that's with Alouettes right now, Davis mm-hmm. Alexander, I thought I had a playoff team. Yeah. I did. If you're going to take five from the big sky, we're one of them, but I couldn't stay healthy. And my backup wasn't as strong. That's why with this recruiting class, I said enough because uh, I loaded up on O-line, D-line, um, 10, and I just signed another one today, 11. So got the path. I need to get uh, – I made some changes. You mentioned it in staff. I'm going to change some systems now on on the football field that our fans will see next year. I'm looking for that way. But I agree. You know, don't get me wrong. The Big Sky Conference is it. Um, it, it's it's hard to win in this conference, but uh, on the other side, uh, we can win every one of them just like everybody else. Got to get them to believe, Bill. Being a football coach is mo- about more than wins and losses. It is, of course, how we judge every football coach, um, and it's kind of how we, you know, it's how careers get determined. But you have, in your tenure, navigated some just incredibly difficult human life circumstances with your team where you've had, you know, you've had players, you've had players who have died. You've had players who have, you know, uh, been charged with crimes. You've had, you know, family members of players die very tragically. And it seems to be one of your strengths or gifts to help your program navigate those, um, really terrible situations. And, and I'm curious when, when things like that arise, how would you view your role and what is your approach when um, when your football team is uh, suffering in, in that sense? Well, I don't like talking about myself, Bill, but people have told me I'm a player's coach for whatever that's worth. Um, and because I, I, I can uh, listen um, and not take jabs and I know the game doesn't define who I am, um, I've probably been in the seat longer than some of the guys, you know, who think we should be winning like Alabama, uh, want me. Um, but on this one, uh, I'm going to speak on, uh, Portland state university, uh, my personality. Sure. But that's what people, you know, say is how it happens, but Portland state university, the support they've had in those times, uh, with Michelle Topi, with people involved in our program. Because, you know, I've had been through different presidents. You know, we're getting another one. Mm-hmm. I've been through different athletic directors. But our support 
with Marcy Hunt. She's in our shack um, area uh, to help talk to anybody but our students at the university and my student athletes. Topi, they have this group. I don't know what they call themselves, but it's for when things happen, you know, um, they come together and they find the best answers. And I'll tell you what, without them, I would have, I don't know what I would have done. I'd been making things up. They guided me. Um, it, it made sense to me. And that's what I presented to my team and the public. And then I kind of ran with it because it has, there's been a lot that's happened here. So their training, I guess, uh, has helped me get to, to today talking to you on this machine. <laughs> I know machines aren't your aren't your favorite things. I mean, I I, I alluded to, I alluded to it at, at the beginning of, of the podcast on a, on a significantly lighter note. Um, you know, how quickly will you be getting out on on the lake fishing, and and where's the first where's the first stop of the spring? <laughs> um, first of all, I got a lot to do for we have spring ball, Bill. I'm gonna now we're looking in the portal. You know, once the dust settles, we're gonna do portal. I need to hire a couple coaches. Um, uh, key ones, you know, so I've been working on that. I've got some guys on the line, you know, and right now I'm waiting to see if a guy's going to go uh, to the New York Jets or Barnum's Portland State Vikings. <laughs> you know, so those are the things I'm waiting for. Okay, who's next? Yada, yada. But the wardrobe's basically the same. It is. It is. And so is the game. It's just a lot faster, <laughs> you know, compared to us in the mighty NFL. Um, usually that time, I try to get out before the spawn or during the spawn of smallmouth on the river, the Columbia River. Um, I drive where there's not a lot of boats because I do like privacy. You know, I, I deal with people all day, which is fun. I enjoy it. But when I'm on that boat, Bill, I don't. I like it just to be uh, a little more private. So we drive north, we, or not north. We drive east on the river. I can't tell you my spot. You know, well, I'll tell you where we put in. We put in usually, if we have time, just above the John Day River mm. or dam right at the yep. mouth of the river. And from there, uh, my top secret spots that I've um, found uh, produce smallmouth like they do on the TV shows when you watch those guys weighing them and winning a million dollars. Are you the only coach in, in, uh, you know, coaches have, you know, they've got their contracts with Nike and, you know, Under Armour and they, they've got Under Armour head to toe. And, you know, right now you've got your, you know, your, your PFG hat from Columbia, obvious connection with, with Tim Boyle. Um, any other football coach in the country coaching in, uh, in Columbia fishing gear? No, <laughs> he's got a couple of race drivers. You know, he's got some big time guys. He's got some guy that sings country music. I forget my kids know him. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, there's two people that take care of this program at a high level. Um, that's Phil, the shoe guy. Um, you know, and he helps us out, not with cash. He helps us out with, I call it space cash from Nike. But he takes care of us. He does our uniforms, etc. He's great. Um, and then Phil, or Phil, then Tim, I don't know why Tim likes me, but we get along. We have John Gotti Coffee you know, about once a month. He's got this little coffee spot we meet. Um, and him and Joe, his kids, and they put me in, you know, fishing gear. So, uh, and it fits. You know, fat guys, you need stuff that fits. And I put this on. They got black. Better yet, you can't see fat stuff. 
Um, <laughs> so, and I didn't, I haven't had a chance because of recruiting to get my hair cut, you know, so they got me a hat yeah. so I can wear it during your podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a, your, your mane is a little untamed there. <laughs> Come on. You can't, we're podding. We can't talk about that. <laughs> um, what was I? What was I, I, I? First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, probably get about a week's worth of uh, a, a boost just off of Phil the shoe guy. That is. Oh, you know who he is. I do. I do. Former Portland State professor. Yeah. yeah. And the and and his and his famous logo uh, was produced by a, a Portland State student. So it all, all right. comes back to the it all comes back to the Vikes. Well, you know what's unique with him, Bill. Probably everybody probably knows this, but every time we I do speak with him or email it's all about i find this interesting all that everybody else probably knows about him he is so focused on management you know and motivation of employees that that's pretty cool i mean that's that's what he asked me he doesn't ask me about football or i think he thinks i'm crazy but or he used the word unique once um in my personality but he that's all he wants to know. He wants to talk management, how I do this with staff. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Have you read his book? I read parts of it, not all of it. Okay. There's a lot, there's a lot of that in there as, as well. His business philosophy and kind of, it makes, it all makes sense. Like how it happened when you kind of see it in that, in that packaging. Gotcha. Like I said, everybody else probably already knows it. Um, okay, so I am a lightly recruited offensive lineman from a 3A high school on the Oregon coast, and I'm weighing a couple of options. I might go, I might go play at uh, oh Montana Tech in Butte because I got some Irish heritage. I might go play at Central Washington. Um, I'm thinking about walking on at Oregon State, but I probably don't have much of a shot. Or Bruce Barnum has a scholarship for me at Portland State. In light of your great recruiting wins. Sell me on PSU. Get me, get me to the park blocks. Okay. Food. We're going to feed you on your official trip. We are going to feed you and take care of you in those regards. Um, you're going to be happy. You know, a lot of people, they eat to, excuse me, uh, beat depression. I'm going to brag about my school <laughs> because right now, even though enrollment's down, et cetera, my business school rivals anybody. And right now that seems to be one of the answers. Don't get me wrong. I get some engineers. I get other, you know, criminal justice. The majority of recruits right now say business. If they say that, mm. I've got them. Uh, because our business school, um, it's ranked. I mean, it's ranked above some Ivies, which is an eye opener. Um, so we pull them in with that. Um, and then my people. People in my weight room, don't get me wrong, Stott Center is uh, – it, it, it's a beautiful basketball court. We use it as much as we can to feed our kids, study hall, et cetera. But that weight room, when we show it, I make sure you see it a lot. Um, and that's it. We feed you on the veranda of it, I call it, the upper level, twice. And you look down at Saturday Market. You know, the action down there. So it looks like, you know, you're walking uh, in France about to get on a boat. I mean, oh, everybody's happy, happy eating a burrito or a biscuit from Pine Street. But um, that's how we start you. And then we corral you. And if you look at our thing, and I don't, 
This is where the youth of my staff helps. We make sure when you go down, we have a photo shoot. And we are, I think, more unique with that than any, we try to be, than any FCS school. We only have one camera, I'm sure, those guys. But we have used the drones before. I have three drones uh, that we buzzed around there. The kids love their stuff on social media. So we take advantage of that. So you're from, you said, a beach town. We're going to put you uh, with Jaws, right? You're going to be on the set of Jaws, whatever you want as a football player. Anyway, we take advantage of that, and then, then we go. But my the relationships at the end, the relationships my staff gets with these recruits, that's why it's going to be hard for you to tell my staff no because they actually care about you and you can see it. How many times are you seeing a local kid play on a Friday night if he's within driving oh. distance? Oh, we try to see her, but you have to be careful now because you can't, you can only see them, you know, you have to follow NCAA. You can't yeah. see every one of their games. So we try to time up the games. Okay, they're playing this team, so let's go to that one. For instance, last year, I waited for the first Westland Sheldon game, you know, before I went and saw our student athletes from that we were recruiting PSAs, I guess they're called, from those two schools. Um, because if we, but if we do it then we can't see him in the playoffs. So you have to gauge, okay, who's going to be in the playoffs. So you have to juggle that. Um, but we try to get to everybody we can. All right. Well, it's obviously manifested itself in, um, you know, what is a celebrated recruiting class for you guys. We'll see how it comes together next year. And in the, in the four and five years, I guess, kind of that, that you got, you, you coach those guys up, but it seems like a, it seems like sort of a, um, an inflection point for for your program seems like you have uh, had a little bit of a, a a shift mentally and in terms of approach. And um, excited to see what it what it means for the future of your program. Thanks for thanks for coming on on the podcast and and for uh, and for sharing your wisdom and uh, and for dropping Phil the shoe guy. <laughs> now, Bill, thanks for having us. And, and honestly, um, you're right. Now now the work starts. You know those stars and rankings. I mean, I'm kind of with personally on the side of the other people, you know, what the hell does this mean? That's what I tell my people because now we need to get them there and develop them and uh, get it going. But it tells everybody that hears anything about Portland state. We're out there. There's another uh, thing. uh, What's it called? Picture. Um, There's noise about Portland state and it knows it gives everybody. They know that we have a chance. Portland State has a chance. At least they have some dudes. So anyway, thanks for having us. We'll see sorry those I dudes. Was, we'll see those dudes was, on. <laughs> Go ahead. No, sorry. I was late podding up, you know, this Google Chrome. You, you threw me off, you know, I push Yahoo and things come up, and but you, you dick, you messed me on that one. But well, thanks for I, having uh, us. I, I apologize. It was my pleasure. And just you say you got some dudes. We'll look forward to seeing them starting on September 2nd at Autzen against the, uh, the, the the small school down in Eugene. So. Yeah, how about that? How about that first start? <laughs> well, we'll look forward to seeing you down there. And thanks so much for the time. Barney, Coach Bruce Barnum, thank you so much for the time. All right. Thanks, Bill.